Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Welcome to Say Hello to the Bad Guy Podcast, also known as Bad Guy Radio. I'm your co I'm sorry, not your co-host. I am your host. It's Cutty Kane, man. I'm in the building. Listen, man, I know y'all not used to hearing from me, man, um, from week to week. I usually put it like a two-week, uh, maybe three-week pause, depending on how I am, <laughs> uh, from week to week or day to day before I put out a new show. But I felt like this was a show that kind of required... We're not going to say a part two. We're just going to call it 6.5. It's Black History Month, man. And, uh, you know, last week I had uh, two brothers into the studio, man. And uh, they gave some, you know, interesting point of views. And I'm, I know I first want to say, you know, before I say anything, you know, definitely I respect all my guests. Um, I respect their opinions. I respect their outlooks. Um, you know, that's some of the reasons why I provide a platform. Um, for everybody that speaks, you know, whether I see eye to eye with you, whether we live the same lifestyle, I provide a platform for everybody to speak their opinion. Um, the the platform that I provide is not only really about the city, um, it's nationwide, sometimes it's even worldwide, you know, as, as, as proven, you know, by the numbers that I show, baby, 19 countries, 170 cities. Um, what you do when you step on my platform is up to you. Um, what you speak on, what you say, um, that's that's your opinion. I may challenge you. I may not agree with you, but it, it's definitely up to you. Um, do I respect all my guests? Definitely. Um, do I agree with everything they say? Of course not. That's not what we're here for. I don't think that's good radio. <laughs> um, but that's why we have a show. And my show is here to force thinking and also the spread of knowledge. And even when opinions are different, we still want to spread that knowledge because, I mean, what can you do better than learn from a person that you got a disagreement with? Um, this is going to be a manifesto for me. I don't got no guests today. I got my I got my engineer in the studio. You know what I'm saying? She's all the way here. You know, she, that's that. But, I mean, for me, this is really just a, 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 a chance for me to kind of speak on some shit that means something to me. Some, some things that I didn't really get to get out in the last show. And some things I just feel need to be heard. Um, as far as black lives go, um, as far as, you know, the black community go, I'm going to be honest with you guys, man. I'm going to be clear. I'm not an activist. Um, I'm, I'm not an organizer. Um, I don't run any festivals. None of that affect. I'm not a part of any groups. Um, do I contribute to causes? Definitely do. Do I donate? Yes. Um, do I host and contribute to festivals within my neighborhood? I definitely do. Um, but in terms of my outlook on what the black community is, do I let my allegiance to a race or any festival that I contribute to um, alter my ideas? I don't. Um, I'll never allow my personal feelings or my outlook of what's wrong and right be altered by another person's feelings. Um, I just, I just, I just can't do that. It wouldn't be, I wouldn't be me if I did. Um, in terms of my background. And, and and it's not squeaky clean. I don't want anybody to ever get a situation to where I'm looking down because I'm going to be honest with you. You know, um, I'm what you consider a statistic. I got a GED education. <laughs> I dropped out of school in the 10th grade. I caught my first felony at 12 years old. Um, I'm sitting here recording this show, you know, as an habitual felon. 
And I'm not a proud of these things, um, but these are my facts. They are my truths. And I'd rather expose my truths before somebody else expose them for me. Um, through my life, my standing has become prevention is key. Um, one thing that I done learned through all my actions is if you make your bed, you bound to lie in that motherfucker. Um, in today's society, what I would say, man, for the black community or as for any situation within my community, whether you African-American, whether you Arab, Chaldean, if you in my community, it's not really about your race if we in the same situation. That's my outlook. It's not everybody outlook. That's my outlook. Um, as a As a people... You know, I kind of feel we are playing defense in the offensive game. Um, you know, we, 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 we complain about police interaction. We complain about court interactions. And, you know, I, I think at this point in time in life, man, prevention is key. If you can prevent that situation, you don't got to worry about crime when you get in that motherfucker. And I know everybody got their own situations. Like I said, I ain't, you ain't, it, I'm not a nigga preaching to the choir. I've been in the same jails you niggas been in, the same wars. Bust the same heads, took glasses, got glasses, took set plays, all that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So you're not you're not talking to a nigga who just never been to where the fuck y'all been at and talking to you. You feel what I'm saying? Um, what I really want to say to the black community, period, is is that man, the world really don't give a fuck about you. It's up to you to give a fuck about yourself, and the results of what you get are truly up to you. I ain't made it, man, by no stretch of the imagination. You know what I'm saying? But I'm somewhere in life that I've never been, and I'm proud of that. My thing with a lot of what's going on is, man, I hear a lot of shit about, you know, the 400 years of oppression, how we, how we motherfuckers is the white man's plan. It's a conspiracy this, a conspiracy that, 40 acres in a mule, all this other kind of shit. But my thing is, is this. If we know what the plan of the white man is after all these years of oppression and we still falling for it, who is the fool? I mean, who is the fool? I had a conversation, um, you know, with my brother Tariq, and this is no diss to him. I wish he was still here so we can debate again. And the last episode was great for you guys. But, you know, a, a big point that I wanted to make is, is just like we live in a city, man, where we take it from each other. I'm not saying it's not a different plan. I'm not saying it's not no different shit going on. But look at the shit you see every day. Who the fuck? Who the fuck kicking in your door, taking your flat screen? Who robbing your grandmas? Who are you taking? I done been to more motherfucking funerals than graduations and weddings together. So everybody who feel like they got a conversation about the white man, for anybody in Detroit, I got a real question. All the mur- all the all the funerals you've been to, that was a murder. How many of the motherfuckers was killed by white people? One, two, maybe three, probably zero. So I can tell you in my 33 years, and I've been losing homies since I was 12 fucking years old, ain't none of my niggas been killed by no white man. That's a simple fact, man. That's a simple fucking fact. The numbers that I give out, man, it's facts, and a lot of people don't want to deal with that, but the numbers are the numbers. When you're dealing in a city that's 80% black, we live in Detroit, it's 80% black in this motherfucker. When you steal, when you rob, who you kill, who the fuck you taking from? You taking from a motherfucker that look like you. And and, 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 and I ain't no different, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I ain't going to go and try to check the next nigga yard before I cut my grass. Y'all got to wake the fuck up. Flat out. 
Ain't no use to sitting around this bitch crying about no fake fucking depression and this and that and the third when you putting yourself in bullshit situations. Y'all sitting around this bitch waiting around for these Jay-Z's and these Diddy's and these motherfuckers to say you, these are fucking rappers and entertainers. They are not civil rights leaders. I don't sit around this bitch and make a hundred million comments about what Jay-Z did. Uh, what these, these are rappers, man. These motherfuckers are entertainers. They get paid and made up to make money. And these the niggas that y'all betting y'all kids on. This is y'all betting to set the example. Let's be honest, man. Let's be real around this bitch. Because facts is facts. Y'all sit, we, we sit on this motherfucker all day and debate about a, a, a nigga kneeling who made 40 fucking million dollars or Jay-Z making the check. Money is money, man. These niggas is designed to make money. That's why they there, nigga. It's entertainment. <laughs> I mean, what? The question is what? What are we gonna do for fucking our community? And I'm and I and I challenge anybody on that. I, I do a lot of shit for the community. I don't take a million pictures. I don't Yeah, I'm sipping on my motherfucking bottle because y'all know it's the bad guy radio show. We do what the fuck we wanna do on this bitch. But yeah, you know, I I I look out in the hood. Ask, niggas love me. That's why I go everywhere that I, I wanna go. East side, west side, dolo clubs, bright mo. I'm being the grimiest hood. All you niggas see me. And I and I and I withhold the hood and I respect the hood and niggas know that. But at the same time, man, that, that don't mean I can't be objective. I can't that don't mean I can't check a nigga when he wrong. You know what I'm saying? What's up? What's up? I, I see you sneak. What's shout out to CM, man, the East Side Engineer, man. Shout out to my engineer, man. She I don't get she she said it was a manifesto. I said it was a manifesto, but I'm gonna still shout out my people because she held me down and she yeah. recording all my shows. What's up? What's up? Seeing you in the building or what? I, I agree. I, I agree to the having better role models and these niggas I ain't wrote. I do believe that each what whoever you're around, that's who you commit crimes with or on. I agree that that part I understand because we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, back to the manifesto. But yes, because I'm because I'm gonna say like this. I'm 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 gonna say like this. You know what I'm saying? We, we we can talk all that shit about you know niggas don't commit crimes against who we commit crimes against. But the the, the fact of the matter is, we focusing on black people. Not even so much black people. It's the it's it's just the fact of is. Whoever you committing a crime with, a crime is a crime. And that's right. where we gotta get the understanding at. There's no there's no reduction in thinking for a crime because of who the fuck you did it to. It's not okay, I killed the I mean in certain situations when they charge hate crime, so I'm not gonna sit here and, and, and jump the gun on that. But in terms of what we're talking about here, we're talking about us, man. We we we're talking about a city that's eighty percent black that was responsible for forty seven percent of the murders in this city in two thousand I'm sorry, in this state. One city with a population of 680,000 was, re was responsible for 47% of the murders in the entire fucking state. Who the fuck was y'all killing? Who the, f the nigga with the glasses, huh? The nigga with the bag. The nigga that showed you some love. The nigga that put some fucking money in your pocket. But listen, we ain't gonna get into that. We're going to get into what the fuck I, I guess y'all feel like hearing about. I, I, you know, I, one thing about the Bad Guy Radio Show, I don't really do a lot of commentary on celebrities, and I don't talk about the popular stat. I kind of make this shit up as I go. But I hear that y'all want to talk about a lot of that bullshit. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give y'all my outlook on what I feel like a lot of this shit is. What y'all want to talk about first? What, Colin, Colin Kaepernick, uh, Jay-Z, uh, whatever the fuck? 
Let me tell you like this, man. Jay-Z is a businessman. What he say in his lyrics? Nothing more. Listen to me. Nothing more and nothing less. He isn't Martin Luther King and that motherfucker ain't Malcolm X. He's a rapper mm-hmm. and a businessman. His moves are based off capital gain. I don't know why y'all motherfuckers keep insisting on thinking he about to lead the next Million Man March. That's not who he is. It's not who he's ever been. Everything he's done about capital is, is about capitalism. And there's nothing wrong with that. But y'all holding these motherfuckers to the wrong standards. Colin Kaepernick. I'm be honest with you, man. Am I am I trained to thought? I, I believe that when Colin's cause first started, it was noble. You know, at this point, I kind of think it's a circus. I mean, am I, am I trained to thought? If if you felt so fucking impressed, uh, I'm sorry, oppressed and upset by these motherfuckers who blackballed you, you didn't sue them, or they didn't sue you or settled out of court with you, you feel mistreated. Why you want to be in the NFL at this point? These motherfuckers did you wrong. You signed a seven-year contract, was about $130 million. You saw $40 million guaranteed. We're not even counting your endorsements, your little side deals, your speaking, whatever the fuck else you're doing. You made $40 million. Why do you want to be a part of this institution? Why not go play football somewhere else? The XFL is open. The Canada. It's like you're kind of searching for, for headlines. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, it was a noble cause to begin with. But I'm going to be honest. If I really feel oppressed, if I feel like I ain't fucking with you, I ain't fucking with you. I'm not dancing by your tune no more. You gave me 40 fucking million dollars to invest and move on to my next life. I'm not sitting here begging for another fucking way in. I mean, let's be honest here. 40 million dollars secure. You're not even 30 years old yet. And I don't I'm not counter brother pockets. But what I'm saying is, is this. If you a sports fan, you know anything about sports. He's a backup quarterback at best now. He hasn't played a fucking game in five fucking years. What are you going to get the league minimum? It's about 800,000 years, some shit, some crazy shit like that. He has no reason to be. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, shit, the world we live in with these Trumps and race relations and shit, I don't even want to be on that field. You're a quarterback protected from the blind side by a left tackle and a right tackle. You want one of those middle of America from middle Mississippi boys covering your left end? Come from the blind side and knock the fuck out. You fuck around and paralyze your ass on that field out there. Why play the game? Why play the game? I'm, I'm, this, these are serious fucking questions. So it's like that's that's my outlook on the Colin Kaepernick situation. I'm not sympathetic anymore. You made $40 million. Go start a fucking community center. Start a league yourself. Build a business. Do whatever you're going to do. But the constant reiterating of the same situation. And I, I don't really agree with You know, everybody's Jay-Z and Beyonce fans. I'm not really. I mean, not because of I don't like him. He's a great artist. Nobody has ever transcended like Jay. But, you know, I, I'm i an avid hip-hop listener. And I was a hip-hop listener before the internet was popping. So I kind of remember some of the things that were happening before you guys could read all the shit on Shade Room. You know what I'm saying? Back when Jay-Z was, you know, getting hit in the head with bottles by Big Pun and shit like that. Y'all know shit about that. Yo, y'all don't know about that shit when he was, when he was shelving albums and he didn't want to do the... He didn't want to give him a ride, carry no songs. He didn't want to do no plays until she came back with Emancipation and me, me, and it blew. And then he jumped on the Shake It Off remix. Y'all don't know them type of Hove stories. Y'all just, you know. But like I say, Hove is a, nobody's transcended like Hove. And I don't take nothing from him. He's a businessman. I wish I could do the same thing he was doing. I mean, I probably can, but I, I'll probably do it a different way. And that's no knock to him. But I respect an, an entertainer for being an entertainer. So when he said he was past kneeling, 
I understood what he was saying. Nigga, I'm past nothing. I'm finna cash this fucking check. So, that's the cold word, nigga. That was the overplay. He was telling Colin Dean, look, nigga, we're about to get this check. And it's over with, nigga. That's what it is, man. This is a capitalistic society. We, 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 we say we intelligent. We say we transcendent. We say we know the game. It's time to see the progress. So what we what, what I say I was talking about popular shit. What what, what niggas else, what else niggas talking about? Uh oh the Gail King, Oprah Winfrey shit. Uh, listen, I'm not even gonna get them bitches more than two minutes. I don't really give a fuck about them. Uh Oprah Winfrey, I don't watch the shit. Who knows? I, I hit that motherfucker if I could. The bitch worth the bands. I'm I'll break her down for more than a tax return. I'm gonna tell you like that. As far as Gail King go, whatever. Hey, you know, rest in peace to Kobe. As a media representative, I do understand. I'm a I'm a play devil's advocate because I'm, a, I'm I, I wear a lot of hats. I got a lot of different faces, so I'll give Gail the benefit of the doubt where she says she's a media representative and she had to say what she had to say. But I'm gonna tell you like this: it was in bad fucking taste. And anybody with any amount of decency knew that wasn't the way to go. So as far as that goes, you a funky dog head bitch because Snoop said so. I'm riding with Uncle Snoop. You a, you a funky dog head bitch. And that's what you're going to be. And that's what the fuck you is. That man died with his daughter. Show some fucking respect. I thought, he was, I thought it was innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. That man was never convicted of anything. What the fuck is y'all talking about that shit for? For what? For a news line? For it, what, what the fuck? But, you know, again, like I said, that was two minutes. Okay, one minute. Fuck them hoes. They done. Boom. Next topic. Yeah, but back to my bottle, man. Back to my bottle. Because I'm on a rant, nigga. I told you this was a manifesto. No guest today. But I feel like Sin is a guest. But Sin is at home with me. She hears all my nonsense. Shout out to my assistant. I got the best assistant in the building. I ain't even going to say her name because y'all might steal her because I ain't paying her enough. I ain't paying her enough, bro. I swear to God. I remember the first couple of shows, she was trying to bring niggas snacks and shit. I'm like, what the fuck drink this liquor and get the fuck on? Shout out to my assistant, man. She holds it down. Hey, you might call her the, the the bad guy vice president or some shit. Might have to go in court. Maybe. I don't know, because shit, I ain't going to lie. A couple of these shows, I probably wouldn't show it up, so I'd be forgetting. Like, damn, I got to record this week. <laughs> 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 damn. Hey, hey, listen, y'all niggas better... Give me another shout out to my what's that fifteen hundred hours on six? We we'll play the stats later. We, we, we I'm on my, I'm on my political shit. This is a manifesto because I still got some shit to say. Still got some shit to say. Let me find out. I'm gonna tap in with your assistant. <laughs> I'm like, what's the rate? No hell no. <laughs> she said what? Okay. Call your <laughs> okay then. I see how niggas playing. <laughs> hey, you know something though. Hey, listen. Ain't no ain't no temptations without David Ruffin. I'm just saying. You hit them stats later, I might be like, shit. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, look, now, so what's the what's the what's the new shit? I know, you know some. I'm gonna keep this show on what y'all niggas want. I mean, I don't really give a fuck what you niggas want anyway, because y'all niggas know I'm gonna say what I want to say on my show. I, I, I lost, Period. I lost about two co-hosts because the motherfucker telling me about what they were gonna talk about. So uh, y'all niggas know I'm gonna say what I want to say. Uh, oh shit, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I'm burping, nigga. I don't give a fuck, nigga. This is the podcast to the streets. <laughs> Nigga, Detroit's most dangerous podcast, nigga. Bad guy radio, nigga. Say hello to the bad guy, nigga. I came out of nowhere and popped up on this shit and now my shit hitting. I don't know what the fuck going on around here. I don't even be ready to drop these bitches sometime. Niggas be tapping on my shoulder. Nigga, when the next show? I don't know when the fuck, nigga. Damn, I got to call this nigga and see if I can get in the studio. I ain't going to lie. Give me one. My motherfucking engineer, you know, I was here today. 
I did not know. I sent her. I said, "I'm outside." She like, "Nigga, you record today?" I'm like, "Yeah, shit, I booked. That's a bonus episode." These niggas. I did not know. Okay, yeah. Like I was saying, back to the shit because I got a lot of shit to say, man. The Wayne Wade, man. This shit here, and I'm and I'm gonna say this shit once. I'm gonna say it once only, man. Because uh, I mean, shit is what it is, and shit is how it goes. First and foremost, man, I will say this, man. The Wayne Wade, man. He's a better man than me. And I say that with all honesty, man. He's a he's a better man than me. Uh, I'm not sure as a man, I, I my pride would accept my son not being a reflection of me. Um, you know, I don't know if that's my ego. Maybe I, maybe I need to grow up. Who knows? Um, my train of thought is that you should, um, you know, respect your kids. You should hold your kids down. You should back them up. Um, what I will say is, is that. <laughs> my thing is this. If that's what his son is and he accepts that, I, I applaud him for being a father, minus whatever his personal feelings are. Um, on on my side and my, and my thinking and my belief, since everybody giving an opinion, I'm going to give you mine. I don't feel that's who that young man is. He's 12 fucking years old. Um, I don't believe at 12 years old you can make adult decisions. I don't believe in the sexualization of children. I do not at all, under no circumstances. Um, and, and, and the way I feel is this, a 12 year old at 12 years old doesn't know what he wants for the rest of his life. He's a fucking kid. What happens in five to 10 years when he feels like he doesn't want the same thing he wanted now? It's going to be so much media scrutiny, so many videos, so many interviews of your father, so many news clips, so many just social media, social media is brutal. It's going to be so much of that shit that you are not going to be able to possibly change your mind uh, going forward. And at 12 years old, you definitely bound to change your mind. Because I'm going to tell you right now, at 33 years old, I'm not the same nigga I was at 25. I'm not, the same, I'm not the same nigga I was at 30. And I was a full fucking grown adult um, at that point. So it's like, I, you know, my thing is, I, I, if it's a situation that you're dealing with privately at home, um, and you know he decides as a grown man that that's what he wants, and that's what he wants. But as if, as it is right now, he's a twelve year old kid. He does not control any of his situations. He don't buy his clothes. He don't choose his school. He don't pay his rent. So it's not only it's 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 your job to love and protect your kids, but it's also your job to train your kids on how to be ready for the world. At 12 years old, he is not ready to make grown-up decisions. And I'm not, I'm not in any agreement of the sexualization of children. And I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to play devil's advocate. At 12 years old, if he can make adult decisions where he feels like, you know what, Dad, this is what I want, this is what I want to do, let's turn the tables. If he was a 12-year-old that says, you know what, Dad, I think I'm smart enough. I don't want to go to school no more. I think I know enough that I can carry on. Do you do you accept that? No, you don't. You tell him to take his motherfucking ass to school and clean his fucking room. That's what you tell a kid, right? At twelve years old, if you're paying the bills, okay, right? Matter of fact, listen, we'll take it another step further, and <laughs> and I could drop the mic after this, and I don't give a fuck who don't like it because I don't care. It's the Bad Guy Radio podcast. If at twelve years old, 
that little boy knows what he wants. He knows what his decision is. He's competent to make that decision. Y'all need to free R. Kelly right now. If a 12-year-old boy can tell you what he like, what he want to fuck, what he want to suck, what he want to be, a lifelong decision at 12 years old, then I guess those 15, 16, and 17-year-olds that R. Kelly was fucking all these years was able to consent. Don't make sense, do it. No, it don't make sense. So y'all trying to say that this 12-year-old is more competent to make sexual orientation decisions than 15, 16, and 17-year-old women were? It's an honest question. And I, and I challenge anybody to come and debate me on this. This is a 12-year-old kid at 12 years old telling you he has a sexual preference when it's illegal for him to even fucking have sex at all. Telling you he has a sexual preference at 12 years old. But it's a man about to spend the rest of life. And I'm not an R. Kelly fan. Fuck R. Kelly. He can do a million years for all I give a fuck. I don't care. But when you sitting here saying that a 12-year-old, a 12-year-old can make a decision as to what his sexual orientation will be going for for the rest of his life. At 12. But you saying 15, 16, and 17-year-old women couldn't consent to sex with R. Kelly. And what R. Kelly did was fucked up. But let's keep it real. R. Kelly, what he did was fucked up. He's a predator. I'm not making no excuses for him. But let's be real. All his rape cases are statutorial cases. None of his cases are raped by force. They are not raped by drugs. He is charged on the basis that the children that he had sex with could not consent by law. They never said he took it. They never said he raped. They never said he drugged. There was no Bill Cosby slip of pill shit. They said he hung around high schools. Whatever the case may be, they're saying it was consensual sex. And you know it's consensual sex. You're fucking watching the, the, whatever the fuck it is on Lifetime or Surviving R. Kelly, all that kind of shit. The women telling you, uh, you know, I, you know I, I wanted to sing. The bottom line is, is this. We need to stop sexualizing these fucking children. That's the fuck we need to stop doing. And I ain't telling nobody how to raise their kids. I'm telling you what's real. This internet shit, this bullshit, these kids, let them be fucking kids. Let them climb trees, flat, uh, flipping pissy mattresses and ride bikes. He is not of a sound mind to make a sexual decision or a sexual choice at this time in life. When he gets older, yes. But you got to let a kid be a kid. You got to let him grow up to live his life. And that's my thing. I, I personally feel like they pushing his agenda. Or, and I'm not going to say pushing an agenda. I'm pushing, when I say pushing agenda, I mean pushing Dwayne Wade's agenda. I mean pushing Gabrielle Union's agenda to stay relevant, get a, a show, whatever the fuck it is they want or whatever it is. That's what my, my opinion is on it. I don't believe it's no black conspiracy. I don't think they're trying to stop you niggas from procreating. Don't even get me on none of that shit. I don't believe it. They don't have to play shows to stop you niggas from reproducing and population control. I don't believe none of that shit. I'm telling you that. Because I'm going to tell you like this, death in jail is doing a hell of a good job. They don't got to turn these niggas gay to get y'all the fuck out the way. You put a, you put a pair of buffs on a nigga, y'all to kill every motherfucker you see walking. So I'm be honest, they ain't got to, they don't got to trick you niggas, man. It's no, it's no, <laughs> I'm just being honest, man. And this is the shit that we came to my show when I told you niggas was going to be unpopular opinion. I don't give a fuck if a nigga like it or not. These questions are here to make you force and look at yourself in the eye. And I look myself in the eye because a lot of the shit I do ain't cool. I ain't sitting there making it seem like I'm perfect. I'm fucked up. But at least I know I'm fucked up. 
<laughs> it ain't Black History Month. It's not Juneteenth. It's not Monday, Tuesday. This is an everyday thing that's going on in our neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? You know, gentrification. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a wide problem. If you ask me, it's not a problem. What's a problem with a person coming in and buying and starting a business in a viable neighborhood? Didn't all y'all say y'all was leaving Detroit last time some shit happened anyway? Oh, I hate Detroit. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm moving out of state. Niggas ain't got the fucking money to move across eight miles. How about they moving out of state? Where the fuck is you going, nigga? Your motherfucking license still suspended. You about to get caught in the checkpoint. It's crime in them states, too. Crime in them states, too, but you don't hear about that shit. You don't hear about it. So what's the next thing we're going to do, black people? We're going we gonna to fix our neighborhood. We're going to talk about uh, black entrepreneurship. That's what we're talking about, too. Uh, y'all niggas couldn't even count a motherfucking 10 of balanced books. Now y'all ready to start businesses. And, and I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing wrong with starting a business. I, I got businesses myself. You niggas know cut a PCS. We sell cell phones. We keep those bitches running. We keep them going. And I got those merchandise hats as well. But anyway, listen, man. It's nothing. Y'all got to stop telling these kids it's wrong to work nine to fives that it's wrong to take trades that it's wrong to be a plumber that everybody got to be a clothing line everybody got to be a rapper everybody got to be their own boss nigga your son reads at a second grade fucking level what the fuck you mean he needs to own his own fucking business y'all gotta really be realistic and don't get me wrong it's nothing wrong with the trade job shit i work at the plant nigga the, the trade niggas doing the piping in the mill right making the most money in the fucking building Y'all telling these kids, oh, I got a college degree. You got a college degree, nigga. You owe $50,000 in fucking loans and you answering phones in the call center. <laughs> so, I mean, w w w what's up? But niggas don't want to talk about that shit, though. Nigga, oh, be black entrepreneur. We Y'all niggas spent 80000 for a fucking communications degree. Like you was about to go be replacing Carmen Harlan at Channel 4. That bitch had her job for 40 goddamn years and you ain't never seen a nigga her. Nigga, well, what's up, Sin? What the fuck is you laughing at? Laughing at him? This is real shit. What the fuck? I'm keeping it real, man. I'm laughing because I'm an engineer. So no, I mean, you, me. I mean, shit, I'm just keeping it real. I mean, I get it. The engineer be behind the camera doing what she do, and she see 50, she see one host. Doing, yeah. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't no multiple faces in that motherfucker. Y'all don't want to go to school for the shit that pay. I want to go to school for the shit that's cute. And I ain't go to school, so I ain't here to preach to you. But I probably got more money than a lot of you niggas. <laughs> and shit, I'm keeping it real, man. Y'all niggas just be fucked up. We talking that college degree shit. We be at Chrysler together. <laughs> eating lunch, motherfucker. You, you be like, oh, Sally May on my ass. Who the fuck is that? Who old that old bitch tricking? Oh. I, that's what I thought Sally May. I thought Sally May was a hoe when I first met her. I can't relate. I said, hey. <laughs> I got my college degree and got the fuck off. The biggest thing I want to talk about on this show is, is this, and it was kind of something um, that I kind of missed on my last show, and it was kind of, that's what kind of made me do a second part and do a manifesto on this show, um, was because I had a plan to talk about somebody who's very, I don't know if popular or semi-popular semi in our city, um, Kwame Kilpatrick, and I was going to... Uh, Compare him to what the fuck is his name? Rob Blagojevich, whatever the fuck his name. Anyway, his name is Rob Blagojevich. And, and last show, I was actually meaning to bring him up, and I didn't. Uh, me and Tariq got into a heated conversation, and I kind of missed this topic. And you know, I don't know if you know, guys, Rob was the governor of Illinois. He was sentenced to 14 years in prison um, for attempting to sell 
uh, President Obama's Senate seat once President Obama became president. And I, I meant to bring him up. I didn't bring him up. And my show aired Friday and maybe just like two days ago, uh, President Trump pardoned him. And when I seen him pardon him, man, it kind of came full. So I said, man, this was the same shit I was going to talk about on the show. And, you know, whenever you talk about a, a politician being uh, pardoned or uh, any situation involving a politician going to jail, the first thing a Detroit motherfucker's going to talk about is Kwame Kilpatrick. Um, I don't know if it's a folklore hero shit. I don't know if it's, you know, he was the black man who made it. Y'all feel like he got tore down. I'm going to go on record as saying this. Fuck Kwame Kilpatrick. Fuck him. Um, fuck him. And I don't want to hear no and if and I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm sitting here willing to debate anybody on the status. Kwame Kilpatrick, um, you know, outside of all his intelligence, law degree, youngest mayor ever, Kwame Kilpatrick robs you motherfuckers blind. Robs you blind. A lot of y'all don't understand more of what he did outside of what you guys see on the news in a five to ten minute news clip. He destroyed this fucking city. And I'm not saying that he was the... I don't want to hear that, oh, well, a lot of people did it. That don't mean shit. That don't mean what a motherfucker did. It's about what you did and what you got called for. Because if you, if you, if anybody know, man, if you do some shit and then you point at the last nigga that did it, you a snitch. So you can't really complain about what the nigga did before you. It's about what the fuck you did. Kwame Kilpatrick received 28 years. Um, a lot of y'all going to say he didn't deserve 28 years. You know, y'all say everybody did this or they did that or he didn't kill anybody and all this other bullshit. But how many of y'all opinions came from actual research of the law? How many of y'all read the statutes or the sentencing guidelines or the charging indictments? Probably not many of y'all. 10 minutes of a news clip and y'all form an opinion and talk a lot of shit about some shit y'all know nothing about. Let me go on record again. Fuck Kwame Kilpatrick. He played a big part in destroying Detroit. Detroit's bankruptcy was the biggest municipality bankruptcy in U.S. fucking history. A lot of y'all don't understand that y'all are dealing with the consequences of his actions to this day and don't even know it. You don't understand why it's not enough police. You don't understand why a lot of businesses didn't prosper here or didn't come here at all or why schools closed or why the fucking abandoned houses are still standing in your neighborhood. Why the water company policies have changed from $112 affidavits to $150 deposits for anybody that opens his account, even if you never owed him anything. A lot of you simply don't know. And y'all want to play the race card to defend a motherfucker who really robs you blind. I met Kwame Kilpatrick at St. Suzanne Church on Westwood in Chicago before he became mayor. And he was a cool guy. He came out there and he I was about, man, 16, 17 at the time. Very charismatic guy. Very down to earth guy. But right is right is wrong is wrong. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm going to tell you something else. I talk to people who are personally affected by this nigga's actions. And I say this nigga's actions. A lot of y'all don't know, man. Kwame's administration, and not just him, I'm not going to just place the blame on him, 38 people involved in city government and city contracts faced felonies under his administration. 
The verdicts between Bobby, Kwame, and his father came back unanimous on 40 of 45 counts. Kwame was convicted on 24 of 30 counts against him. Those charges against him included wire fraud, mail fraud, RICO, conspiracy, tax evasion. We're talking about 20-year felonies from a public official with a law degree. This nigga had a chance to say the hood, and he made himself fucking rich. Could you imagine doing business and, and attempting to receive building permits and a motherfucker coming through the back door and taking your building permits because you didn't pay him a bribe? We're talking about $72 million in water department bribes, $1.25 billion in the Senegal deal with Vincent Mercado. When those contracts didn't get approved because of those bribes, who suffered? Who lost their jobs? Motherfuckers like me and you. Detroiters. Niggas that live in the same cities as you. Niggas that stay in the next door as you. Niggas that you see every day. The city was so fucking broke at one point that they were selling property to meet payroll. Do y'all understand how fucked up that... They were selling property to make payroll. I don't know if you a nurse. I don't know if you a janitor. I don't know if you a plant worker. Imagine going to work and working the whole week and on Friday they ain't got your check. They were selling while they enriched themselves. Kwame began getting investigated by the FBI in 2004. He wasn't indicted until 2008. He was convicted. I'm sorry, his trial began in 2012 in which he was convicted and in 2013 is when he was sentenced. His trial went on for six months. Y'all, uh, I don't know if you guys know about the feds, but uh, let me give you some stats because y'all know I'm big on stats on the Bad Guy Radio Show. Only 2% of federally indicted criminals go to trial. 90% plead guilty. The other 8% uh, might get their shit dismissed, but that's a small figure. I mean, we're talking about 90. 90 is a lot. Kwame was convicted using tire th I'm sorry, Title III wiretaps. They got this motherfucker on tape. And it's like, a lot of you guys don't understand economics. If these companies don't bring these jobs or they can't pay these bids or these under the table bribes, they take their business elsewhere. They take it to Cleveland. They take it to Chicago. They take it to Atlanta. They take it to St. Louis. And in turn, our city fucking crumbles. 73 million in rig water department contracts. Google it. 1.2 billion dollar deal with Cinegro done by bribes. Police officers couldn't come. Ambulances didn't run. Houses are still standing that should have been closed. Every time it rains and your basement flood because the city infrastructure and the water main isn't fixed. Take a guess. When the wind blows and your lights go out because the, the power stations and and plants that should have been built for the for low bids were built at mid bids and are you paying for it 
Did you guys know that the city is still being sued for rigged bids? And this motherfucker is still in jail doing 28 million. I'm sorry, 28 years. So now the city is paying the inflated bid that he bribed. And they're also paying a motherfucker that didn't do nothing. Because their lawyers have a convicted public official on the hook for these bribes. And that's another thing you guys need to also think about. When you're, when you're talking about crime or law, if you got a lawyer, go educate yourself. You got something called sentencing guidelines. You got something called mandatory guidelines. You got something called sentence enhancements. Him being a public official, being elected as a public official and committing these crimes, Kwame Kilpatrick could have been sentenced to life. Judge Nancy Edmonds, who sentenced Kwame Kilpatrick in 28 years, and I challenge anybody to go and purchase the transcript. She told him at sentencing, I can give you life, but I'm not going to do that. So as a black brother, as a father, I hate to see him gone. As a nigga watching his property tax go down, or I'm sorry, his property value go down, and his property taxes go up, and I'm still footing the bill, for a motherfucker who had $850,000 in unexplained cash flowing through his account when he was in a position to change lives, I have no sympathy. I don't. They had no sympathy for me when they had me in front of the judge. Detroit is a city of a popula- with a population of 80% black. If he robbed and he stole from people, who the fuck did he steal from? He stole from you. Stole from you. Stole from us. Stole from our kids. To where we rebuilding. To where shit so how we can't afford it. I challenge anybody on any of these topics. And it's not about black and white. It's about the progression of what's real and what's not. Y'all motherfuckers sitting around this bitch waiting for the trumpets to blow and for like somebody finna come in here and say it. I'm gonna give a fuck about us. These, these motherfuckers going to sit back and watch us kill each, kill each other and be uneducated and be caught up in a motherfucking mix for as long as we can. You want to have something from a nigga, put it in the book. You send a motherfucker long text message nowadays, they say, I ain't reading all of that. I ain't reading all of that. If you want to have something from a nigga, <laughs> put it in the book. And listen, just because I'm a fact checker, um, you know, in addition to Rob, like whatever the fuck his name is, he probably out of jail now. Nah, Trump just said his, his motherfucking ass free. He got his eat, whatever. Jimmy DeMoya, Cuyahoga County. He did something similar to what uh, Kwame did. And this was a conversation that I had with my last, uh, when my home voice was in here. Just because you didn't hear about it don't mean it didn't happen. Jimmy DeMoya, Cuyahoga County. I'm not going to give you the stats on that, man. I'm going to let y'all read that shit on your own. And then I want you motherfuckers to come and tell me that it didn't happen because that nigga wasn't black. I don't know a nigga, whatever. He wasn't black. But he got his motherfucking ass cooked too. Shout out to, uh, what the fuck is his name? What is it? Uh, Special Agent FBI Bob Becker. Um, His uh, thesis on the Kwame Kilpatrick case was where I put a lot of my facts from. If you guys want to go check them. And y'all want to debate me later. This has been a... what we gonna call episode 6.5 of Black Lives Matter. The state of Detroit. My manifesto. No guess, man. Just me talking shit. <laughs>
niggas get it together, man. Black lives gonna matter to the world when they matter to you. Until then, take care of yourself and each other. Wait, that's my nigga Jerry that said that shit, right? Jerry said that shit. Take yourself and each other. Yeah, take yourself and each other, niggas. I'm out of here. I'll see y'all in two weeks, man. Y'all got an extra episode from me. Y'all better be happy. Gonna start charging y'all for this shit soon. We over and out. Bow! When you walk through the city, walk through the city, gotta keep your strap. Well, I beg your pardon, you gotta watch your back. If you walk with Jesus, He's gonna save your soul. But you gotta keep the devil. Way down in the hole